Well, hello and welcome to Pursuit of Purpose, where we are healed, delivered, and set free in helping you to do the same. I am your host, author, speaker, and kingdom writing coach, Indiana Tuggle. And what that means is as a kingdom writing coach, I do two things. The first thing that I do is I help women to heal from traumatic experiences of their past through writing. And then the second thing that I do is I help Christian leaders to turn their testimony, their genius, their skill set into a book to draw others to Christ, to build their um, businesses, and to birth their ministries so that they can impact the communities in which they serve. So, um, and I do all of that through my courses, my books, my teaching, my speaking, and even um, my um, writing coach services. So, for those of you who don't know me, that is my brief interlude. And I am so excited about the month of July. Um, Today is the first Friday of July, um, depending on when you're hearing this podcast. But for me, um, as I'm recording it, it is the first Friday in July. And it, looking at the schedule that I have coming up for you guys and the guests that I have coming on, I decided that the month of July is going to be hashtag single life. And this month we are going to talk about some of the issues that plague us as single men and women of God and what we tend to go through and I broke out one of the most favorite books that I um, wrote and also one of that book that introduced me to really the tough love of God in writing um, my second book Safe, Single and Frustrated God really had to deal with um, some hard and some uncomfortable truths um, in my life and I really began to look at God in a different um, with a different mindset with a different vision and also with a newfound level of respect and also an understanding of who I was in him so um, it would be befitting for us to kick off this series of programming with chapter one in Save Single and Frustrated and if you haven't gotten the book make sure that you go to my website at www.indianatuggle.com and get your copy of the book or if you um, like to read on your Kindle or your um, iPad go to the Apple store or the Amazon store and download your copy because this book is a must-have for single women I believe that this book will help set the foundation for um, your Christian walk in being a single woman of God. So um, in chapter one, I had the most fun writing this chapter, you guys. I called it, Why Am I Still Single? Releasing the Frustration. Have you really ever asked yourself, look, why am I still single? You know, um, I remember writing my first book, and I titled it, Stop Asking Me Why Am I Single? (laughs) 
And so by the time I got to this book, I was still frustrated. So I'm like, look, why am I still single? And the scripture that God gave me was Galatians 6 and 9, and I'm reading the Amplified Version. And it says, let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. I love the Amplified version because it adds all those extra words so that you can so that, you, so that God can make sure that you understand what he is telling you um, in this verse. And what he's really telling us in this verse is, and what he was telling me when I was writing this book, don't nobody care how long you've been single. <laughs> you know, um, if we really truly think about it, there's only one definition of single. You know, the world gives all these extended definitions. The world is like the amplified version. But there's really only one definition of singleness. And single is not married. Period. All of that in between, that 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 being booed up, being in a relationship, having a significant other, um, long term this, long term that, at the end of the day, if you still check single on that application or when you file your income taxes you still haven't walked down that aisle and nobody put a ring on it like Beyonce said guess what you are still single you know but 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 the world tells us that it's it's better to be in a relationship with anybody than to be by yourself and not dating somebody so a lot of people now they want to say are you single or are you single single meaning single when they put the double on it that means you don't have any pursuers no one pursuing you but um if it's just one single that means you're you're just single not married but you're still dating and and, and for some people they still have an active sex life but as men and women of god we know that we're supposed to be dating um and not having sex but that's for another discussion but in this chapter I began this chapter um, really talking about why I was so frustrated and why I was still single because in my head I was doing everything that I knew to do that was right as if living holy made me more deserving of the marriage that I wanted you know so I began talking about how I felt like I'm a good girl you know I go to church every Sunday I pay my tithes you know um and I'm and I'm active in the church not just being a bench member you know and and I I I was an editor of the newsletter at the time and I was leading the singles ministry um at the time and I was teaching classes so you know, why am I single? And then, I, you know, I really am a good girl. I messed up in the past, but I'm saving myself for marriage. I've been celibate over six years. Regardless of how many say I'm crazy or ain't not, ain't nobody going to wait till marriage to have sex, I resisted the urge. And I do have urges. And I haven't burst, no, regardless of what the world say, I haven't burst. But how long must the sister wait, God? Why am I still single? I mean, I'm a good woman. 
I'm educated. I have three degrees for Pete's sake. I own my own house. My own car is 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 paid for. Every piece of furniture is paid for. I have a good job, a stable work history. I make my own money, pay my own bills, and travel on my own dime. I mean, I put the I in independent. Why am I still single? I mean, I don't have any kids, no baby daddy drama. I ain't crazy, bitter, nor do I have a bad attitude. Well, maybe sometimes I have a bad attitude, but I'm a pretty cool chick. I'm cultured. I enjoy the arts. I like to go to plays. I can mingle in any crowd. My vocabulary is not limited to the latest slang or hip-hop terms. I can hold a conversation on more than fashion, Hollywood's who's who, the housewives or love and hip-hop, L.A., Atlanta, or whichever one people are into today. I, I watch CNN um, sometimes. I like sports, still a nation in the house, or I can at least to pretend for a couple of hours. You know, shopping is not my daily pastime. It's more like a therapeutic release, you know, only needed maybe monthly. You know, well, scratch that part, you know, because your girl is a shopaholic but still why am i still single i mean i'm a big beautiful woman if i do say so myself i have my own fashion i know what looks good on me could i stand to lose a few pounds well maybe could i stand a break from my normal routine of work home work home perhaps i don't club but i visit live music venues restaurants plays movies parks malls comedy clubs etc quite frequently homebody yeah but i'm no hermit so again why am i still single i mean i'm human sometimes i get tired of being alone Sometimes I feel lonely. However, I have great friends and family. I'm following my dreams. I've embarked on being a writer and a business owner. I have my head on straight. I examine my faults so I know I'm not perfect, but I know there is someone perfect for me out there. Can y'all understand? Can you tell me why am I still single? You know, where is my Mr. Wright? You know, I'm sick and tired of the nothing brother. You know, the the brother that ain't got nothing, don't want nothing, still living with his mama, baby mama drama, having back child support paying, or shall I say not paying, no car, no home, still holding on to childhood rap star dreams, can't hold a job for longer than six months, but yet want a sister to have her stuff together, kind of brother. Ain't nobody got time for that. See, I'll stay single. But where is my Mr. Right? I know he out there. I'm not naive or angry to think that all men are dogs or there are no good men out there. I see him in my dreams. I hear about him in the media, portrayed in movies, read his his letters to magazines or radio shows, but about his frustration to be all that he can be in his search for Mrs. Right. He too is probably tired of the no good women who say they want a good man but find them but find him and misuse him and degrade him. 
how she keeps him from seeing his children, sleeps with his friends, spends all his money, or only wants him for his money. You see, I'll wait for him. You know, where is my Mr. Wright? You know, God promised me a husband. My God is not a liar. But how long must I wait? Why has my time not come? I am ready to love and be loved. I am ready to build a family, to build memories, to share my life, to grow old together, to become one. And yes, to totally submit. I wait for him. I will not settle for Mr. Right now. I will not be blinded by the 6'2 frame, chocolate skin, bald head, or muscular build. I will not be blinded by the BMW, Beamer, Benz, or whatever toy he uses to capture his prey. I will not be blinded by the million dollar mansion or bank account. I am not impressed with how good he says he is in bed. I am a woman of God. If you can't put a ring on it, you don't deserve my body. So I'll wait for better. I will not settle for Mr. Right now. I will not be blinded by the smooth talk, swagger in his walk, or strength in his arms. I want more. I want commitment. I want true love. I will not settle for a temporary fix. I will not settle for partial loyalty, superficial clothing worn to mask a corroding spirit or evil intentions. I deserve better. I am better. And I will wait for better. Now, stop judging me. I ain't jealous of you. You know, you ladies who portray happiness behind a man who refused to commit to you. Just because you've been with him X amount of years does not constitute a relationship. Newsflash, being in a relationship does not mean you are not single. In fact, you are just as single as I am because being unmarried makes you single. I don't covet your relationship. Stop judging me. I don't need your advice. I don't need to wear more makeup, less clothing, or tighter clothing. I don't need to lose weight, gain weight, or dress in the latest fashion. I don't need to go to the club every weekend or drink myself into a drunken slumber to have a good time. I don't need to give him something he can feel, especially so I can awaken the next day feeling worse than the day before. I don't covet your lifestyle. Stop judging me. I am not lowering my standards. He must be a hard-working, God-fearing man of integrity who will love me unconditionally and not use me or abuse me mentally, physically, or emotionally. I will not settle for less. He cannot move in with me, drive my car, or have the milk without buying the cow. I don't want any man. I want the one God purpose for me. So stop trying to change my mind, married women. I still desire marriage. I understand marriage is hard work. I do not have delusions of grandeur, unrealistic expectations, or the happily ever after syndrome. I know your marriage is rocky right now, and I continue to pray for you. But I am not easily persuaded. Stop trying to change my mind. Stop speaking negativity over my marriage because yours is not working out. I get it. You think you chose the wrong one. He changed or didn't change after the wedding. He don't understand you and you don't understand him. He cheated. You cheated. The kids are the only thing holding you together. I know it's not a fairy tale. Better yet, I know your story is not the story for all marriages. I will still pray for you. 
but I am not easily persuaded. And married men, stop trying to hit on me. When did I'm not seeing anyone become a sign of desperation or an invitation to accept your infidelity and willingness to become the other woman or side chick? I don't want you. I don't date married men. I will not partake in hurting or disrespecting my sister. You reap what you sow, and I will not sow that adultery into my marriage. Stop trying to hit on me, married men. I am not a fool. I know all you want is sex. You ain't that fine to risk going to hell for. Why would I settle for part-time love or a few minutes of lust? I want my own relationship, my own husband. I respect all marriages and hope that next hope that the next woman will do the same for me. If you don't value your commitment, why would I think you would be different with me? If you would cheat on her with me, what makes me think that you would be faithful to me? Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt and the hat, not going down that road or even in that decoration again. You know, and and in this chapter, I had a whole lot to get out, y'all. <laughs> I um I even had a bit about you know deadbeat fathers. Please keep it moving. If you can't pay child support or spend quality time with your children, how can you portray man of the year to me? And players play on, but I have the right to decide. I want to be part of the game. Games are for children. Mature adults, grown folks don't get, don't got time for games. AIDS and STDs are real. Domestic violence is real. Stalking is real. Death at the hands of a loved one is real. And you can't continue to play with people's hearts and expect to walk away at your leisure. You know, so I don't want to be the innocent victim of your ex. Nor do I want to be the ex now incarcerated because you can't keep it in your pants. If you want to play the field, be honest. I won't judge, but I won't be your next victim either. You know, um, and and with that, I think I got it all out. But once I got it all out, <laughs> you know, I had to help you to understand that you can't confuse um, the frustrations of being single, the frustrations of, of dating in this present time um, with with anger because a lot of us singles we're not angry you know um we're just tired of people trying to define who we are and what makes us happy or who should make us happy and we also get tired of the stigma of of being stigmatized and being devalued you know just because we're single you know we can have everything going for us and can have the 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 best life going possible you know hashtag single life is a popular hashtag however at the end of the day people still question why are you single you know and they make you question your own singleness you know make you think that something is wrong with you or they proclaim that something has to be wrong with you that you nobody has swiped you up you got all that going on you must be crazy because um you still single as if being in a relationship or marriage is the prize you know so once i decided to get it all out then god um asked me and he said that only god can answer this question 
we his answer really might surprise you god does not look at the outer as man does so the answer is not really in the physical so stop allowing your married, your couple friends to tell you what you are not or what you should do to get a mate. You are not ugly, too fat, too thin, too crazy, too mean, too uneducated, too smart, too intimidated, have too high standards or whatever the world past relationships yourself or even what your friends have told you are the reasons for your singleness. Every blessing from God comes with an appointed time. If the time for your initial, for your marital bliss has not come, then only God can say why. Are there things about you that may need changing? Absolutely. We all have something that we need to change. But I guarantee it has nothing to do with, it has more to do with matters of the heart rather than your outer experience. Get in the word and allow God to show you who you are. If it still angers or frustrates you to be asked, why are you still single? then it's because you are not happy in your singleness. And that's one of those hard truths that I had to realize. And your frustration is written all over your face. And you go out into the world and guess what? The enemy throws it right back at you to fan the fame. Happiness is awaiting you right now. It does not begin when you get a man, ladies. So stop questioning God. You are exactly where he wants you to be. In the meantime, while you wait, he has need for you. Your gifts are required now. The world is waiting on you. So stop worrying about what you don't have. Blessings are awaiting you now. Regardless of what um, Jerry Maguire said, only God can complete you. Only God can provide happiness. Only God can provide companionship. Only God can show you true intimacy. God is supposed to be our everything. Lay your fears, concerns, worries at his feet and stop focusing on the when and the why and just expect the promise. You know, Genesis 2 verses 18 says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. And so we know that it is not God's desire for us to be alone. Therefore, it's natural to desire a mate. But the key phrase in in this verse is, and the Lord God said, God decided it was not good for man to be alone. God decided he would make him a helper comparable to him. God decided to make woman from his rib and presented her to him. Adam did not know he was alone. Adam did not desire a mate. Nowhere does it mention that Adam com was complaining about being in the garden alone. In fact, Adam was doing what God told him to do tending and keeping the garden, naming the animals, enjoying all the fruits, etc. And when Eve was presented to them, the first thing he did was name her, like he did everything else God presented to him. And John 15 and 7 says, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. You know, God's timing is not our timing. If we are honest, our desire for a mate is based on fleshly desires and lust. Allow God to complete a work in you. Allow his will and desire for your life to become your will and desire. At the appointed time, God will provide your mate. Until then, grow closer in relationship with him.
and pursue the purpose that he created you for. You know, one of the things that I had to learn in in writing this very first chapter is that everything, there is a time and a season for everything for everything in our lives every second of our lives every day of our lives and the marriage that we desire is just one of those things and it comes with the season you know so if it's not in the appointed season right now for you to be married it doesn't mean that God doesn't have anything else for you you know it doesn't mean that you have to put your life on hold it doesn't mean that you have to wallow um, in pity and shame and, and not be the best you possible. Absolutely not. You are not waiting for your happiness to come. Your happiness is now. And you have to realize that and stop allowing people, places, and things to dictate your happiness. You have to decide to be happy because happiness is changing because it is um, it's unstable because it's dependent upon outside things. You know, it's dependent upon, for some, the weather. It's dependent upon um, other people acting right on the job. It's dependent upon, you know, you having money in your account. It's dependent upon you having the, the job you want. It's dependent upon you having the house you want. It's dependent upon you having everything on your list that you desire. Your happiness is dependent upon that, so it's changing. If things don't go right one day, your whole day is messed up. God did not never promised us anything that was unstable because that goes against who he is. God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. So why would he give us something that is ever-changing that he can't predict? But what he did promise us was joy. And that joy is dependent upon you not relying on what you see, but relying on what you know. And that is that his word is true and that his word will not return to him void. Whatever he promised you, whether it be a husband, whether it be a career, whether it be um, a new job, whether it be a house, whatever he promised you. It's going to happen and you have to stand and wait on it and don't allow anything, including yourself, to deter you from what his word says. Remind yourself every day, God is not slack concerning his promises towards me. I repeat that every day. Because sometimes life hits you so hard and it knocks you to your feet to the point to where you can't even look up and see what the the next thing coming is going to be. So you have to remember what his word says and stand and rely on that and stop allowing your feelings to control you. So that's all that I have for today, you guys. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this time on Pursuit of Purpose. As always, I want to hear from you. So leave me your questions, your concerns um, in the comment section. Or if you want to um, send me an email, you can do so at PursuitofPurpose2019 at gmail.com. Again, that's PursuitofPurpose2019 at gmail.com. As always, if you want to grab your copy of Save Single and Frustrated, 
you can do so on my website at www.indianatuggle.com again that's www.indianatuggle.com and while you're there please be sure to check out um, all my books um, and shop in the Indie Rights store and look at our t-shirts our mugs and I am also um, putting up some posters so that we can be motivated in all that we do so thank you again for listening and as I always say remember that there is purpose in your pain have a good one